Hey, I'm JC. And I'm Morgan. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to States of Mind. Hi, guys. Welcome back to States of Mind. Um, we are going to talk about some fun things today. We have a long list of topics that we want to talk about today. So we're going to kind of go through them fast. We're going to kind of touch on a few things at once. It'll be kind of like a hodgepodge yes. episode. <laughs> We've been spending all morning like drinking our coffee, trying to plan out the episode, and we're like back and forth between a bunch of things. So we're just going to touch on all of them because that's what we feel passionate about at this moment. <laughs> we'll just ramble a little bit. Yes. <laughs> but to start off the episode, we're going to do a little quick recap of our week and our first night out in Dallas with Morgan here. It was so much fun. Oh my gosh. I... <laughs> Kay woke up the next day and was like, I've never seen you drunk like that. <laughs> he's never seen you drunk like he's, that. He's he's seen me drunk, but like not to the point where I'm like around other people like I can't open my eyes. <laughs> when Morgan's drunk with me, we just act like silly little <laughs> gooses. <laughs> just everything is funny. Yeah. Just everything. I remember <laughs> I remember you at the bottom of our stairs over here, like we were about to like take some shots or something, and you were just like shots. Let's take some shots. <laughs> I I remember that P- Riley was like shots, and then I went down to come do something here really quick, either change my top, and then I hear everybody cheersing and taking the shot without me. I didn't get to take a shot. Oh, you were, Oh yeah, because me and Cameron and Riley decided you didn't need a shot at that point. <laughs> we're like, let's just do it when she's not here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know what it was in that margarita that they had with the lolly. Something was in that lollipop. <laughs> but I had one of them and I was like It was a massive out. margarita though. Apparently there was only 16 ounces though. I feel like that's a lot though. I guess. Or no. Is an entire water bottle 16 ounces? I think so. So that's an entire bottle of, like, a entire water bottle full of just alcohol. Yeah. Which is definitely more than, like, a normal, like, small mix drink. Yeah. And I had two. <laughs> I like, yeah, I'll take another one. Run it back. Her <laughs> eyes were already closed, and she's like, sure, I'll do another margarita. <laughs> and then... On our way from one place to another, because we came here first before we Ubered, I just remember being in the car sitting on Kim's lap, just like, <laughs> Reuben. And then I had taken a video of all of us, like, dancing and listening to music. Maybe we and can I don't put even, it yeah. Should we put it in right here? Mm-hmm. Okay, that would be fun. To insert video here. <laughs> but I don't even remember taking it. And then I, like, sobered up once we got to, like, the next couple places. And then we went to Barcadia. I was, like, kind of fine. Yeah. But then of. I got drunk again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of fun. It was so much fun, though. We have, like, so many things to do. Like, we want to go to Six Flags. We want to go to, like, Red River, where it's, like, a country, like, dance area. We need to go to Fort Worth and go to the stockyards. There's, like, so many things. And I think it would be really fun if we make a list of, like, all the things we do in, like, Dallas. Mm-hmm. And then, like, people that come visit, they can, like, try yeah. it out. Because we'll only be here, like... Morgan will only be here for like three to six months and then we're moving to a different state. I've been here almost 
Well, I've been in Dallas only three months. Mm-hmm. But, but collectively like, in Collectively Texas. with like visiting my boyfriend and stuff, I've been here like a year and I'll be here like a year and like a half-ish. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a good like base of like what to do when you're in Dallas and yeah. like what restaurants to go to, like what bars to go to and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And if you guys are interested in us doing that, like every place we go, we definitely can make it like a habit mm-hmm. of like to-do in Dallas. Like to-do in Denver because I think that's where we're going mm-hmm. next. Maybe. I think that'd be so much fun. <laughs> that that was see. like a little like. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't supposed to say that, but it's fine. <laughs> it's all hypotheticals. <laughs> but no, it's definitely fun. There's so many places and so many things to do in Dallas that I feel like we probably won't get to do everything. But then that'll just give us reason to come back and like mm-hmm. visit and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about it, though. And if anybody ever wants to come visit. Heck yeah. <laughs> we have... Recommendations. Oh, I was gonna say where to stay. <laughs> I was gonna say we have a spare room. <laughs> we have a couch. That couch is pretty comfy. Yeah. <laughs> come come through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so kind of another thing that happened that we can catch up on or touch on this weekend is what to do when you're in a group of friends and maybe one of your girlfriends or guy friends brings someone new around to the group and you don't exactly know how you feel about them. Yes. So, situation was my friend brought a guy around that she wanted. This is their second date that they were on. Like, they hung out Friday. Then we all hung out on Saturday and she brought him. Cool. Whatever. He was, like, really cool. I thought, and he was in the military, um, very nice to her, but, like, I just noticed they were moving, like, really, really fast, and not to, like, say anything about it, because, like, I mean, you moved in with your boyfriend, After, like, three months. I think it was, like, four months, but still, that's, like... yeah, and me and Riley, like, started hanging out, like, every single day as soon as we, like, hung out the first time, so, like, it's okay to move fast, but there's, like, a way that, like, is, like kind of a red flag it's like when you're they're telling you everything you want to hear they're like doing all the things that you want or that wasn't in your last relationship and I've been love bombed before and I've also been in a relationship where everything moved really really fast and that's like a really big red flag to an extent like if they say I love you in like the second week of like seeing each other like that's a big red flag (laughs) and like all the things so we kind of noticed that was happening a little bit and I was like oh like he really must like her but then I was like thinking is he doing this to every girl on the second date Mm. like and it's not like mind you how JC said it. it's not like their first date was like last week and they've been talking every single day it was literally like the night before that. yeah they had just hung out yeah and, like, when we walked in, it had looked like they had been dating for, like, months and months. I thought they were, like, an official, like, a couple because yeah. he was, like, fixing her hair and holding her waist. And they were, like, like canoodling every yeah. five seconds, which I at first I was, like, that's cute. He's, like, asking us questions, getting to know us, which I thought was nice and all. Like, definitely, like, outgoing type of personality. But then it was just, like, little things that it was, like mm-hmm you've really known like, him for like 24 hours <laughs> yeah i was like i want to like protect her a little bit but i actually really liked him it was like the boys kind of that said like eh, like we don't like mm-hmm. <laughs> i think cam didn't like the way that he was talking about millie yeah because millie's like cam's little baby girl yeah it's all <laughs> of our baby girls and he's like i'm gonna fuck you up millie like in an aggressive like mean way and it's like you knew this dog like for two minutes and it's like you don't talk to somebody else's dog like that like sure you can talk to your own and like discipline your own 
But he's just, I felt like he was just trying to like out alpha like everybody. Yeah, which that could totally be his personality. And that's also totally something that she could be into. That's fine. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to judge, but also like. (sighs) Yeah. I got turned off when it seemed like maybe we were all showing that we liked him too much. And then he got a little bit like. Too comfy. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, we've known you for 0.2 seconds and you're the new one in like our group of friends. So like. Yeah tone it down just a smidge mm-hmm. like essentially we are all leaving here to go out together and he ordered an uber and we ended up being at a bar where all of his friends were at and that was like just not not the vibe and it was like a sports club sports bar like no we were like already drunk since like 8 right. p.m like we wanted to go out and dance and like have a good time mm-hmm. it kind of ruined the night honestly a little bit and like it was just it was just different because I don't think it was communicated or talked about with everybody that like we we're going to go hang out with his friends now. So maybe he was just trying to treat it of like a oh well all my friends and me this is where I'm from like my town my weekend yeah. type of thing which is like all Dan and Findy but like yeah he just <laughs> he just said Dan and Findy. <laughs> <laughs> all fine and dandy, but it was just it was just a weird move and I f- it was just weird. Yeah. So we're like a yellow flag right now. We don't know how to feel about it. But the thing we wanted to talk about is how do you communicate it with your friend when you don't like somebody they're seeing? Or you're like iffy. Yeah. I had to do this with Morgan at one point of her dating (laughs) experience. And it is a hard conversation to have. But um, I know my friend wanted me to give like my honest opinion on him. So I like as soon as like the night ended the next day, I texted her. I'm like, hey. (laughs) how's it going (laughs) but she she was very like responsive and like was like okay i'll just keep an eye on it like i still really like him and Mm -hmm. you know and i was like i trust you and like i trust how you feel about him and i know you know yourself and i know you know like what's right and what's wrong so like you make your decision but this is what we saw and this is how we felt so like take that as you will yeah that's true especially because it's definitely hard to hear your friends like not be totally about someone that you're bringing around that you might be totally about but also like there's a difference between us wanting to just let her know some things that we see and being like totally unsupportive about yeah. it because like let's just say that she ends up really really liking him and that's just just happens to be like one of the nights that we see him and then we end up seeing him again and then they start dating like it is what it is mm-hmm. we're still gonna like try to get to know him and be nice and like right supportive for her but like and maybe it's... it was just like a fluke thing like maybe he is a really good guy maybe just like he got too drunk and just was like eh. like yeah this is how we talk with my friends like and i feel comfortable maybe he just felt like really comfortable with mm-hmm. us and it was just how he responded to like yeah. certain situations but we will see we'll we'll keep you updated so our favorites this week um Mark, do you want to go first Sure. One of my favorites this week is a lip gloss. I think it's called Butter Gloss or Butter Something. It's by NYX. Um, it's I was on the search for like a new lip gloss without it being like, you know how lip glosses are like sticky and everything mm-hmm. like that. Or they're like really, really shiny and great and then they dry in like five minutes. This one is super, super like smooth. It feels almost like a... Like an oil? Yeah, like an oil mixed with like like an aquaphor type of like, I don't know what that is. Vaseline. Type. Vaseline, yeah. yeah. So it's like really smooth but a little bit thick and it like stays on for a while. But my lips still feel hydrated. They don't mm. just feel like they have like sticky stuff. Yeah. On it, yeah. 
so we'll have to they had tons of different colors but i just like clear just in case like what if i want to put like something on and then like make my own color for it yeah um that's one of my favorites what about you I've been like a new package comes every day um, <laughs> like a, a month ago I ordered a bunch of stuff off DHgate which I've never done before I think you have before oh, yeah right? mm-hmm. um and I just like one day I was like I need to like up my purse game because I don't have any purses I've like thrifted a couple and like I'm not really a purse girl I never really have been but I feel like it does elevate your outfit and I feel like it does like put together like you could wear like biker shorts and like a t-shirt and like wear jewelry and a purse and it could be like super cute so i ordered like five purses <laughs> and they're, so, they're cute. so cute i i love i got like a prada dupe which it has like the it's like a crossbody one with like the little tiny pocket on it which i can put the links and stuff in the episode details or like we can put pictures on here if you're watching it um but it's super super cute and then i also got some dupe of are they nike dunks mm-hmm. i think that's what they are and they're white and gray and they're really cute and they're, they're so, so comfy and now everybody in the house wants to order some yep. so. <laughs> <laughs> so i will also link that down below in the video in the audio portion so mm-hmm. you guys can look at them yes. and i people dhk is like controversial mm-hmm. i don't know if you would like know what people's opinions are on it but either people are like you shouldn't be getting like fast fashion that's probably made by like six-year-olds like somewhere else in a different country and blah 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 my thing is like listen i'm not gonna go out there and spend like five grand on something that doesn't deserve to be priced that much for Mm -hmm. also i mean okay think about it have you ever had the same exact purse or bag for your entire life no no like, it's cool if you want to have it, like, as a collector's item or, like... Yeah. Or if you have the money. to it. Yeah, if you have the money for it. But, like, I feel like even if I did have the money, I still probably wouldn't want to spend it all on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just me, personally. But it does make me feel bad when I think about it, like... Yeah. But also... But it's like they it. also have a job, like... Still gonna we get are, it. Like, <laughs> we are giving money to, like... I don't know. I feel like we're still paying a good amount. Like, they're not, like, $5, like... Right. I have an issue with like Sheen and stuff like that because mm. they're like selling shit for like five dollars here. Like, I don't know. I honestly don't know the logistics around it. Maybe we could like do some research and mm-hmm. like really look into things like that and like maybe have an episode about thrifting and like you know using your resources correctly. Mm-hmm. But for now, <laughs> I'm still gonna use it. I'm still gonna buy it. <laughs> but we'll keep you updated we'll keep you updated well because for all we know louis vuitton bags could be made just by the same people in the same factory they're just being shipped to us Mm -hmm. like from louis vuitton versus like yeah who knows anyways we'll do our research then we'll get back to you on it but until then follow the links (laughs) (laughs) so for this segment of our episode we're going to be talking about comparison um more so the comparison of like our life stages that we're in versus people our age and kind of like maybe the careers that they're building or the families that they're building and kind of like just talking about like where we feel we're at Mm -hmm. in comparison to them right like I have friends like getting married and having kids and like I'm from a really small town so it's more likely to get married young and like start your families young or like accidentally get pregnant and then like kind of have to like build your family off of that or like things like 
not how I'm living my life because clearly <laughs> like I don't even have a home I don't even know like what I would call home I guess mm-hmm. I travel all the time I have a different job every three three months and yeah so I'm at like a different stage than most of my friends and it is kind of like weird to like feel that way I would say that I don't feel bad about it though like mm. I don't feel guilty or I don't feel like oh my god what am I doing yeah, Do there's, you- there's not like an envy or jealousy there no no like I mean, my ovaries do hurt a little bit sometimes when I see little kids. I'm like, oh, they're so cute. Like, I can't wait to have one of them. But it's not like I wish I had one now. Yeah. But you were also talking like, oh, I want to have kids like sometime soon. And I'm like, like, (laughs) and I don't feel like I don't feel like that's stupid of you or like I don't feel like what Mm -hmm. when you were like, yeah, I probably want kids like in the next couple years. And I'm like, no, I want to wait till like I'm 30. Like I want to be ready. So like we both have different views on what we Mm -hmm. want in our like later 20s, but we don't ever feel like weird about it or like, yeah, kind of like shame each other for Mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just wild. The difference, like how broad our decade of age like from 20 to 30 how different that could look for different people like I know people that right now they're like still in college like they haven't gotten like their careers started they're working part-time places like, like trying Riley. to get their degree yeah and then there's someone like us we're like we're already established in mm-hmm. our careers but then there are people that I'm working with that's my like or people that I have worked with that are my age that are married that have two kids that have a house they mm-hmm. pay their mortgage like all this stuff and I'm like <gasps> mm-hmm. I don't feel like you said I don't feel bad about myself like oh I'm not there yet but I do notice <laughs> my idea like my timeline in my head of like what I am like planning for changes all the time mm-hmm. like I can think back to I mean, also, I was at a different point in my life then, too. I was in a completely different relationship, like, still in school. But at that point, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get married at, like, 22, 23, probably have my first kid by, like, 24, 25, like, all this stuff. And now I am 24, right? 24? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I am 24, and I'm like, I don't foresee myself, like, I have more finances and like goals that I personally want to like be met before I think about that stuff. Like I have a different idea behind why I want to do what I do other than like, oh, well, everybody gets married at this age. So that's what I think Mm -hmm. I'll be ready for. And it's like, no, Mm -hmm. now I'm like way different. Yeah. And people that are married and like have that probably compare themselves to the people that don't that are like, I missed out on that. Like I now Mm. I can't travel now I can't go out with my friends like I used to they're probably comparing themselves to us so it's like no one's ever I'm not gonna say no one's ever happy with where they're at they're always looking for better always like oh I want someone else's body I want someone else's mm-hmm. life I want to I want to be her off Instagram I want to you know it's just hard to think about and it's hard to not allow yourself to compare between like I feel like on social media like looking at like the people's lavish lives and everything like that. And we've talked about it on episodes before, but it's like, it's so hard not to compare yourself, but being on like this side of like creating content and like not being an influencer because we're not influencers. We have full-time jobs and everything like that, but you should see our setup right now. <laughs> like it looks glamorous on, on the outside. Like when you're looking at it on the screen, it looks glamorous, but like you don't know what's around us. It's just like, kind of a metaphor of like what 
mm-hmm. you see online and mm-hmm. not to compare yourself. Yeah, because it's, I almost feel like there's to an extent a healthy level of comparison. Like if if you're doing, if you're having like the thoughts of comparison only to like better yourself in like a healthy space, I feel like that's mm-hmm. one thing. But if all you're doing is constantly like, and there is that like envy behind it and that jealousy that drives mm. you to do what you're doing, then you're like totally veering yourself off of the path that like you should be on. Mm-hmm. If you're so focused on like, okay, well, I should be doing it th- this at this age. I should be having this. And I should be, you know, like here at this point in my life. And you're like so focused on what you should be doing in comparison to everybody else. You're completely wasting your time and missing the point because it's like, you're not even allowing yourself to mm-hmm. be doing what you should be doing because you're focused on like other people. I saw someone say that comparison is a form of regret of like what you wanted to do but didn't mm. do. Like say you're comparing your life to somebody that lives in Hawaii because you've always wanted to live in Hawaii and you're comparing your life to something that you like regret you didn't do or regret that you like hadn't done yet um I can I can kind of relate to that like regretting certain things and like kind of comparing my life to that Mm -hmm. yeah because I feel like when you have a goal set in mind like if think about like traveling for work Mm -hmm. I remember being in school at clinical and all of the texts being like yeah I wish I traveled I wish I did this like look at all these travel nurses look at all these like travel texts like that are out there doing all this like I wish I did that but they're talking about that out of like the regret of not doing Mm -hmm. it themselves but I think where I stop myself from getting to that point is now that I know that it it could be done I just do it Mm -hmm. so instead of like wasting my time talking about how much I wish I did something I'm just gonna just go and do it Mm -hmm. and comparing yourself and I find this way a lot with like people's bodies like Mm -hmm. you're comparing yourself to something that you want because that's where you want to be and of course like all bodies are different and some like I can't be 5'10 in a (laughs) stick in a model like it's just not my genetics and so I shouldn't be comparing myself to that because that's unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. right but I can compare myself to like a gymnast or an athlete where I do have the same body type and me comparing it it's like I wish I was there so what I need to do is do x y and z to get there Mm -hmm. like I shouldn't be mad at myself or I shouldn't let it put myself down because I'm not there yet and I feel like that's where comparison is bad but there could be like a way of like I'm comparing my body to hers in wanting to like work hard and work for that right that's like the sorry that's like the difference between making it like a healthy comparison and unhealthy mm-hmm. because once you get into like unrealistic territory is when all you're doing is just hurting yourself for no self-deprecating reason. like bad. right because there's I can't sit here and compare myself to Kylie Jenner when one, I don't have her mom as a manager. <laughs> I don't have her genetics and I you don't, don't have her money. And I don't have her money. So there's no point in me sitting here wishing that I could have that when that's not something that I realistically could have. So it's like I'm just like mm-hmm. wasting my time. But you could work your way to get to some point of that. Like you could work hard and make money and mm-hmm. save money. You could go like, out and get a BBL. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you could do all of those things, but 
it's like are you doing it because you want to do it are you doing it because Mm -hmm. society like is applauding that or thinking that's hot or thinking that's like what you should be look like or what you should be doing Mm -hmm. like and that's what's wrong with social media is like is that what you want to do like do you want to go to school to do that do you want to have that body do you want to put in the work to do x y and z and like that's Mm -hmm. just the bad and the and the things like the two i think for me final points i'm gonna make about it that i think is just wild one is that i sit here and complain about like how society has made things but like we are society like i'll talk all day long about like how i hate that the society is telling us that we have to look a certain way or like butts are big now like that's like what's in but that's also like what we buy into that like we feed into that energy Mm -hmm. anyways so it's kind of like an endless cycle of like well that's what social media puts out that we want but we also consume it just as much so it's Mm -hmm. like an endless cycle and then two i feel like i can also kind of talk from personal experience but i know that other people feel this way too that once you get to that point where like okay so i'm comparing myself to this person and i'm going to do whatever it takes to be like them once you get to that point you're like you're not fulfilled and you're not satisfied Mm -hmm. because it's not what you want right everywhere you go there's always going to be someone that wants what you have Mm -hmm. and you're always going to want what somebody else has so i guess like Go back and listen to our stay in your own lane episode where we talk <laughs> about just like don't worry about other people. Right. Just focus on yourself. Mm-hmm. Because there's always going to be somebody, somebody prettier than you. There's always going to be somebody richer than you. There's always going to be someone with a better relationship than you. So mm-hmm. why focus on that? Why don't focus on making yourself better and your relationship better and your work ethic better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Story time. We kind of went out of order today because we don't have notes and we we are very forgetful humans. So we hope you're still here because this is like, I'm I'm like shaking. I want to know what this story is so bad. I don't even know about it. So I'm listening real time too. I'm surprised you don't know. I, f- I feel like I tell you everything, especially now that we live together. I know. Like, but okay, yeah. listen up ladies and, and men. Gents. <laughs> Gents. Um, okay. So... For our job, we can pick up random shifts at, like, different clinics, different hospitals, and stuff like that. So, I have Thursdays off at the current assignment I'm on now. So, I picked up a Thursday shift at a place. I'm not going to name, but it's, it's like, 30 minutes away. Um, I walk in. Like, everything's fine. I've been there before, so I felt comfortable. Like, whatever. And 10 minutes of being at work, the lady goes, how do you feel about scanning dead people? And I'm like, oh, ha, 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 like I've done it before. Like in the hospital, we have done it before. But usually they're on vents, like we're scanning for like donor situation type thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ha, ha, yeah, like whatever. It is what it is. Not thinking at a clinic, I would be scanning dead people because one, it's like an outpatient clinic. And like, where would somebody come in that's dead? Like, they do they just roll them in on a, like a little gurney? I don't know. But she's like, no, like, really, how do you feel about scanning dead people? And I'm like, I'll be fine. Like, I don't care. Like, whatever. I didn't think anything would come of it. Um, and she goes, okay, so, like, at 8 p.m. tonight, they're going to bring in a dead person, and you have to scan them. And I'm alone after, like, 7 p.m., so I'm like, okay. So I'm like, listen. <laughs> I'm, like, listening, and I'm like, what did I just get myself into? Like, I'm going to have fucking nightmares driving home. Like, I'm not going to sleep tonight. And she's like, yeah, like I've done it before. They bring in a head and it is decapitated from the body. It's just a head. So you're just scanning a random head. 
they set it on the table and she's like i usually like feel for the eyes in their ears to like make sure they're it's covered yeah it's like covered you can uncover it but she's like i don't want to uncover it because like i don't want to see that so she's like i feel for the ears i feel for the eyes and like you just set it on the table and she's like haha you can scout them as many times because you know they're dead <laughs> i was just like what so i'm like okay like okay and she's like and then like the torso portion comes like in its own like chunk so the head is decapitated and torso like comes in its own chunk so you just like put the torso on the table scan the spine and i'm like okay like throwing up in my mouth i'm like what the fuck did i get myself into so later in on in the evening like it's coming up to like 7 p.m. when they're about to leave. And I'm like, okay, I'm like working myself up to like scan this fucking dead person by myself. Like, I don't know what to do. And like, I get a phone call and they're like, okay, we have to like cancel this like oh. dinner. And I'm like, no, I wanted to do it so bad, but I also didn't want to do it so bad because I'm like, I don't want, obviously don't want to smell like a dead fucking person. Okay, but like, like, I have so many questions. Are you open to questions now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> First of all, why? It's like a research thing for like medical students. Okay. Second question. Are these people that were like donors, I'm assuming then? Yeah. For like so, so like, they don't need their body for research and they yeah. just chopped them up and were like, okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like of all places, don't they have like research hospitals they could be doing this? At? Maybe their scanner was broke. I don't know. But I'm just like Man, I wish you did it now, though. I kind of wanted to do it for, like, <laughs> to say story purposes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm kind of glad I did I Maybe one time in my career I'll skip something. I like guess that. maybe it's easier to transport. Yeah. Just pick up the head like a fucking yeah. basketball. <laughs> like, put it on the table, scan the head. So what, they just roll in a cart and you're like, oh, okay, now I can do this? Or they do it for you? They come in the back door. <laughs> <laughs> Red flag. <laughs> And they roll the patient in. Well, <laughs> the patients. I don't even know if they're the same they person. They roll the body parts in. in. It's like fucking horror film. Are like, they what in if like they plastic bags? I'm assuming. Yeah, they're all wrapped up. So you just like set them on the table. Like picked up the dead weight. These are the things, kids, that they don't teach you in school that you're yeah. going to deal with. You think that we just sit there and press buttons? No. <laughs> okay? No. <laughs> we'll have to tell a story time about the time morgan put rectal contrast into a person Aww. and <laughs> i'm still traumatized another time <laughs> we can make a whole healthcare horror story episode if that's something that you guys would be into because we could talk for days so yeah. let us know i block i block most of it out in my mind mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and the kid's like why don't you want to talk about your day Mm-mm. You don't want to know about my day, sweetie. You, <laughs> you don't. don't. <laughs> I feel bad for Riley going to school for what we're doing. Oh, he, he has, has no idea. No idea. Oh, bless his heart. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. Bless his heart. I cringed when I was listening to that part of the last episode, by the way. <laughs> I can't listen to myself talk like that. I hope it's not as cringy as I think it is. It's funny. Okay. Yeah. So the other day, me and Morgan were walking around shopping and like we both were just like, I can't believe you're here and like we're like we're actually in Dallas we're actually like doing this whole thing and then we got on the topic of kind of disassociating with life 
and i did this other day when i drove to work and i posted it on the story of Mm -hmm. the instagram and i'm just like i don't remember a second of my drive and i kind of just like disassociated from life and i feel like i've been doing it a lot lately and i think mine comes from stress um not so much trauma i don't think i feel like when i'm super stressed out i just kind of disassociate and just like get what needs to be done done Mm. yeah Definitely. I feel like I've felt in parts of my life where I'm like, my memory gets blocked out and Mm. I I don't have the memories of things going on and I don't have like any sort of recollection of doing things or being there. And even in the moment, I can tell that I'm like, I'm here, but I'm not here. Mm -hmm. And I feel like mine is probably from a mixture of stress and being anxious and maybe like traumatic situations that mm-hmm. I've been through. For me, that they're traumatic. Yeah. Other people might not have that type of response to things, but for me, it can be. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like... Scary. Yeah, because you feel very disconnected. Like, even I told I told Kim, like, on our way down, obviously, there was something that had happened before we came to Texas, but I don't remember our entire trip down. Like Really? I don't remember driving. The only thing I remember is getting to the hotel in Nashville and then getting here and saying like you and Millie when we got here. So your brain was just like in a million different Total places. fog. Like the fact that I drove almost, I think it was like 1,300 miles from New York to here and I don't remember like a single. We were watching the game last night or yesterday, the Steelers-Bengals game. And Cam was like, that's the Cincinnati, like that's the stadium that we passed. And I was like, I was like, yeah, ha. I, was like, I don't remember passing a stadium. I don't even remember driving. So it's like when things happen, my mind just like blocks out. Even yeah. going to work and I come home at night, I'm like, I couldn't tell you anything about my day or the yeah. past three days, like working 13 mm-hmm. hour shifts for three days in a row. It's just like, I don't know if it's an automatic response or it happens one time when you choose to do it and then that's just how your body reacts afterwards. But do you feel like this is like why people like say they blink and they're like life is like passed between their eyes? Like when people have like young kids and they're like probably so stressed out and like disassociating from who they are and like their core values and like their day to day because it's so monotonous and it's so like why does it matter like Like, why do i need to be here at this moment i just need to make sure my kid's alive or i need to get money or whatever um do you think that's why like people think like life just Mm -hmm. goes so fast because we're all dissociating from life because we're all so stressed out about different things Mm -hmm. and that's like oh another year happened like when we're not like present dude my birthday this year i didn't realize that i was turning 24 like i had a moment of like I feel like the entire year of me being 23, I don't really, like, f- remember experiencing it and, like, h- it happening. Maybe it's just because no one asked me how old I was <laughs> and I had to, like, recognize, oh, I'm 23 right now, yeah. but I don't. Even I remember growing up asking my dad things like, Dad, do you remember this? Like, who was your first grade teacher? Or, like, what did you do when you graduated high school? Like, things like that. And he's like, I... Morgan, that was like 50 years ago. You think I remember that? And it it makes sense now that he, his entire life, he was so stressed about every little thing, like owning a business, having four kids to raise, having a wife, like doing life at the same time of trying to like 
be successful and like you don't remember those things because in that moment you do like you said what needs to get done Mm -hmm. I remember thinking that all the time like growing up like how is this person doing this it's like your body goes on autopilot and you just do it Mm -hmm. and I know what that feels like in the moment and then like thinking back to it afterwards Mm -hmm. and it's just weird it's just weird I feel like I have seasons of my life where I'm like super in tune like meditate like yoga like all of the things that bring me back to like life and like ground me and then there's seasons where it's like so chaotic and like I'm literally running on fumes and I wake up in the morning not wanting to like do it <laughs> mm-hmm. nothing feels like real <laughs> no oh uh, that reminds me of a reaction I was talking with my coworker before I had left New York and I was like explained to her how I feel about something like the way that I react and feel in certain situations she, she's like you know that's called depression right and I was like oh my good one funny <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like oh like normal but also not normal so like yeah. I don't know because I don't I don't want to allow my brain to go that way mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a help me laugh <laughs> but there are seriously so many times where i'm in one of those like moments where i'm like nothing feels real around me like i i'm in those it almost feels like i'm not like in my body normally and then i'm Mm -hmm. like in my body for a second i'm like wait i'm here and i'm doing this like how how am i functioning and Mm then i wake up and i literally don't want to get out of bed and don't want to do anything but i also don't want to be doing that yeah because that's only going to bring you deeper in the hole yeah uh, life <laughs> okay so what i feel like we need to impl- start implementing things maybe that will help us really just appreciate life and i feel like alcohol like disassociates people hmm. or like drugs mm. because it's uh it's a way to escape mm. and i feel like I've wanted to do this for a while and I've I've done this before in my life is where I don't drink. But like I still want to like go out and do things and I feel like if I don't drink I'm going to be missing out on things. Mm. And but I feel like I every weekend when I drink it takes me like 2 days to get better. <laughs> it it brings me way down. I get depressed, I get anxious, I get sad and then like it takes me like 3 days to get like resituated and like my nervous system to like acclimate to like Mm -hmm. real life and then i drink again in the weekend but i feel like that's why i hate dallas so much because it's like that's all people do it's like everybody just goes out or eats and like there's no way to like just i mean there is like we could go for a walk but like how many walks can you go on before you get bored so true you know so i feel like Mm -hmm. we should implement like saturday like every other saturday we do something without drinking mm-hmm. and it's like we go like paint or we go like do have like, an activity yeah like something where you don't have to drink and like really bring us back to like let's have fun without like mm-hmm. disassociating and like let's like really like bond and like talk about real things instead of like just being drunk and like stupid mindless. and like mindless stuff yeah. that you know because people it's easy to say like Oh, you could go out and just, it's just as easy to order a water club soda as it is to order a drink. And it's like, it is, but it isn't. It is if you're somebody that is like, 
I don't want to say trained to do that, but if if we allow ourselves to be able to spend time and have fun without that, then I feel like it'd be easy to do that. Like, mm-hmm. if we went out last weekend and told everybody, like, oh, yeah, we're just not going to order drinks, they'd probably be like, okay, whatever. But I don't think it would have been comfortable for us to yeah. be that and make because that Because remember, you walked in into the bar and you're <laughs> like, I feel awkward. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, I feel uncomfortable. And like, I just don't want to be here. And then I'm like, oh, have a drink. You'll be fine. And then mm-hmm. you were fine. <laughs> but it was fine guys <laughs> but i yeah i just feel like until we make it a comfortable choice for us to make in any situation to not have a drink then it'll become comfortable and it's for also us to, like, own it it's also more comfortable if everybody does it in the group you know mm-hmm. what i mean so maybe we can implement we'll talk to the boys sober saturdays i was gonna <laughs> say that <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we can film it for like tiktok or instagram yeah. and encourage other people to have like a sober saturday because mm-hmm. there are so many people out there like it kind of makes me feel awkward well i shouldn't say it that way because like can you imagine how they're feeling but i feel a little bit bad sometimes when i talk to somebody and like make those jokes about like oh haha like having a drunk saturday or this and they're like i'm sober Mm -hmm. and it makes me like there's so many people out there that are sober that you don't realize it and they're sober for different reasons yes of course yeah so i think that'd be something fun that we can implement because dude the older i get the harder it is to recover from that Mm -hmm. and the less i want to honestly feel that way too no i hate it i honestly hate it but it is fun in the moment yeah it's like fun but it's not and it's Mm -hmm. like I don't want to spend my whole life just like going out every weekend and like thinking that's what life is. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just scary talking about dissociating because it's like we only literally have one life and like that's what we're doing with mm-hmm. it. It's like not even being here. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think do you think that disassociation is like avoidance? I feel like, yeah, if it's if it's due to a trauma response, I feel like you're avoiding feelings Mm. so i feel like therapy could help maybe we could also try therapy yeah like do you think that in order to associate (laughs) to be alive (laughs) (laughs) or whatever the opposite verb of disassociation or to disassociate would be is to not um avoid things yeah. I don't think that made sense. Yeah, it did. Or, yeah. Like, are there things that we could do to, like, consciously not disassociate? I think being present in the moment. And I, I was telling you, like, social media causes our brain to be so filled with just, like, oh, Abby's doing this this weekend. Like, Greg is doing this. Like, we have everybody's life in our brain and and we have so many things like circulating <laughs> like what are we doing tomorrow what are we doing next week i gotta pay the bill this t- i gotta pay the bill tomorrow i gotta do this i gotta do that and it's like there's so much in our brain that we never take a moment to just be silent and be still mm-hmm. and just like that's like that book that i bought you and mm-hmm. that like i read it's like it teaches you how to just like be still and not have all of these anxious things in your head not having a to-do list in your head is just to like just clear your mind for at least like 10 minutes out of your day mm-hmm. and just breathe and ground yourself and just be like one instead of like your soul like floating off in your body doing something else you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah that's so true that's why I said like we should definitely on top of having sober Saturdays I feel like it'd be really fun not necessarily here maybe in Dallas, but somewhere at some point we should go on like a retreat somewhere like no phones, no nothing. Just totally like 
be mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I think that would be so much fun. And it also like ties into like the whole comparison thing because oh yeah, that's true. You're comparing your life to somebody else's life, mm-hmm. and you're like disassociating from your own life. And it's just like social media is such a powerful thing, and like we wouldn't be able to do what we're doing right now without it. Yeah. But it also is like such a horrible thing at the same time mm-hmm. and it's like that's why i deleted my instagram or don't use it and it's it's like you just have to minimize what you're putting into your brain and like really focus on what you want in your life and who you are and and all of these things mm-hmm. yeah i definitely feel like it's it's just so important to be conscious of that type of thing mm-hmm. and there's it's such a two-fold or two-edged sword because mm-hmm. like i want to talk to everybody and like meet new people and be able to like do this with you but then the other part of me is so tempted to just delete everything and have no social media whatsoever and not be influenced by it it's so hard like Mm -hmm. i think i am kind of jealous of the friends that i had growing up in high school that never made an instagram that never made a twitter or a snapchat or anything and they just like do their thing but then i feel like they're so they're missing out on certain (laughs) parts of life too yeah but it's like, are those things worth missing out on? Like, they probably don't have the same thoughts and, like, anxious feelings when it comes to comparing themselves to, like, other people because they're mm-hmm. not even seeing it. Mm-hmm. So they don't even have the idea to compare. <sighs> but I'm sure that they have their own battles, too. Ah, I don't know. It's difficult, man. <laughs> Life's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So for those of you that may not know, Queen Elizabeth has passed. <laughs> I was trying to be so sad about it, but I, I mean, I don't know her, so, but <laughs> anyways, um, this is like our little pop culture moment. We're going to talk about a couple of things, but first we're going to talk about the queen. Um, Cam and I have actually watched all of the show. It's called The Crown. It's basically, it's not anybody that's actually part of the royal family, but they talk about the story of the royal family from like generations ago up the most recent season has it's about like um princess diana and so like i was so invested into it and at first it was a little hard to get into it was like why do i care about this royalty stuff it has no effect on me but when you learn like how meticulous and and like how their lifestyle is in comparison to like ours it's so crazy and there's so much drama and like, the, I think the hype around it is the fact that like, they're seen as these, like, perfect people, that they're, like, rulers and this and that. But, like, they're just as shady as everybody else, <laughs> let me just tell you. And the drama, <laughs> I highly recommend watching The Crown and getting some info on it. Uh, but now that the queen has passed, her first son, that was Princess Diana's husband, is king. Mm-hmm. what's the drama behind that isn't didn't he like cheat on her or something? okay so um if you watch like the the thing is that's kind of crazy i don't know how 100 percent factual the show is but it seems to be pretty factual yeah. like i'm sure if it's on netflix factual. it has to be like yeah it seems yeah. more like documentary type crap yeah anywho so when princess diana and prince I think his name is Charles. I should know mm-hmm. this, but I, let's just say Charles. Um, He was 32 and she was like 18. Yeah. So this is like a combination of like public knowledge and the storyline from the TV show. They like they met. They really liked each other at first. Then they kind of like didn't see each other again. 
met again at this point he needed to find like a wife the public would really really like not necessarily a wife that he would love Hmm. and he was always like pretty awkward and like nerdy yeah so he decided and i think other people aka like the queen and like his parents decided that he was gonna marry her Mm -hmm. but he had somebody that he was actually in love with at the same time but he couldn't marry her because like there's there's rules on who you kind of can't marry it's at like that Bridgerton. time yeah <laughs> pretty much so they just they get married and everything like that and then they have a moment where like they connect and they actually do really get along and they're starting to form like a really great relationship and he decides like he's gonna cut his side chick off doesn't cut the side chick off still has a complete relationship with her ignores diana the whole time like spends weekends without her like doesn't form any sort of like relationship with her like he doesn't want anything to do with her and then she forms um an eating disorder because he made a comment to her about the fact that she looked chubby (gasps) so then the girl or the wife the wife (sighs) Mm mm-hmm so then Princess Diana develops an eating disorder and just has a really, really hard time trying to be loved by him. Mm-hmm. Communicates the issue to everybody and they're kind of just like, well, you're married to him, so you have to like be his wife type of thing. So they have kids and he's still having this like relationship with this other woman the whole time. And then it comes out in like news media, like their phone calls were being recorded and the phone calls got out and like everybody was able to listen, like what a cheater he is. And then Princess Diana was like, F you, I'm going to go have my own relationships with these other people too, just as publicly as you are. So then she starts having relationships with other guys. And then um, she basically was out with this one guy that she was known to have relationships with and then they were in a car being chased by the paparazzi because paparazzi was trying to like get pictures of them like oh my gosh princess diana is with somebody else and then they got into a car accident and they died and then there's tons of conspiracy how did i not know any of this Mm -hmm. she died yeah princess diana oh yeah i'm so confused and there's tons of controversy around whether it was like a planned thing because they wanted to get rid of her and then prince charles like maybe she actually didn't die and she's still alive and they just like or they like the queen wanted her dead because she was like making a mockery of like the royal family by cheating on him but like this her is son, all on this show i want to watch it yeah and then he goes and marries his side chick yeah uh... so charles and diana are the parents of prince harry and william and prince harry is who married Meghan markle I don't know any of these people. And then William and Kate. <laughs> oh my gosh. This Wait, is... I think I know William and Kate. Yeah. Okay, those are like the the people that are like, I feel like a couple years they just like got married. Like they ago, got, right? Yeah, they have three kids. And is that George? They have George. George. Oh, okay. So that's who like I Like the know. little kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know the previous story. Harry's the redhead that married Meghan Markle. They have two kids now okay. too. But they left the royal family. Oh my gosh, there's so much drama. But the queen wasn't even supposed to be become the queen because her father that was king only became king because his older brother because it's the first man like the first born in the family stepped down from the throne uh, mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna Dude, have to go watch it is something else <laughs> and then they didn't even this is the drama of this week basically so when the queen passed away 
they waited they wanted to wait until all of like her grandchildren and children were there to announce to the public that she had passed they didn't want megan there and they told the public before they got a chance to go and see her yeah drama wow Mm-hmm. and the now king's side check that he married after diana died is pissed because she's not going to get any of the queen's jewelry because the queen's favorite like female is kate so uh, kate's gonna get like everything all the things mm-hmm. dang dude crazy 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 and then in the show you'll see there's some drama between the queen and her husband who is also a little shady Mm. Mm. all right i'm gonna go watch it it's (laughs) oh my gosh first couple episodes like it it takes a minute to get into it but let me tell you watched it it's a must must see next pop culture thing is that i'm sure all of you know who dixie d'amelio is if you don't you're not on tiktok um she shaved her head Okay, I was having this conversation with Cameron. Now, do you know why she did? No. It was just like out that she did. Like she just put made a post that she Yeah, like, I didn't even I just saw like videos of it. Mm-hmm. But I think she like being so much in the spotlight, everybody's judging her and mm-hmm. like saying what she can and can't do and like just like mm-hmm. nitpicking on everything in that family. She just like fuck it, like I'm my own person. I am I want to do what mm-hmm. I want to do. And she did it. And I'm like super proud of her. I think it's so interesting how shaving your head for a female so is powerful. such an empower, like empowering moment. Like think like, because there's a huge population of people that think, to, oh my gosh, they're going off the deep and they're going crazy. Like when Britney Spears shaved her head. Um, what's her name? Demi Lovato? Do- Doja Cat. Uh. Demi Lovato. They all like shave their head and it's like a big like, oh my gosh, they're going crazy moment. But it's really kind of like that's such a form of like control. Mm-hmm. Like you have control over something like that and you take it and it, it allows you to like get back to yourself kind mm-hmm. of. It's like an opportunity like for regrowth too, I feel like. Yeah. So I don't know yeah, why she's doing it, but I hope for all good reasons. Mm-hmm. It, it is kind of like a freeing moment. It's scary though. though. I don't know if I could ever shave my head. I'd be so nervous. I would be so nervous, but I feel like beauty standards are like so like long hair is the beauty standard. Mm. Like you have to have long hair to be beautiful and just saying like fuck it to beauty standards and shaving your head and like not giving a fuck about it. That's like it. so cool. Mm-hmm. Riley said he would break up with me if I shaved my head. <laughs> so oh my gosh i totally think he wouldn't though but he would say that you think so (laughs) no i don't think so but he would be like what the heck Uh, are you doing yeah he's like i don't like short hair if you ever shave your head (laughs) (laughs) he definitely wouldn't be about it but i don't i think he would still stay with you i was like then i could have as many wigs as i want (laughs) true so if you see me shaving my head (laughs) (laughs) i also have a weird shaped head because i was dropped on my head when i was a baby so Oh. <laughs> by who? My cousin, Jared. Oh. Yeah, he was swinging me by my feet and he, I cracked my head open. Mm-hmm. So where's like the bump, the dent? Is that on the back? back? It's like back here. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So wow. I would, my head would be very bumpy, but whatever. I think you could pull it off. I think I could too. 
I think you could. Next you, week's episode. You think so? I don't. I think I'd look like a boy. Straight boy. Well, you would have to probably, like, wear more makeup. But, like, I feel like your head shape, like, your, your like, I have a very face. long yeah. oval face. You know that girl on TikTok that has, like, super curly hair? Just, like, the long nails. She shaved her head. You sent me videos like way when she, her head was shaved. Yes, her hair. Yeah, I liked. I loved her hair, sh- like short. It's growing out now. But now. Mm-hmm. some people just look bomb with it shaved. Like I don't know. That's true. I feel like you have to be confident. And you have to own it. You can't just be like insecure about it. You have to like. Oh, it's probably so cold. Yeah. But then you don't have to do your hair. I feel like it'd be such like a sensitive thing though, because then you're like feeling everything where you've never felt it before. (laughs) Like the Uh, wind blows you like (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Maybe we'll shave our heads. You're not going to, but (laughs) I wonder if Cam would stay with me. He would stay with you even if you I don't even know. He would stay with you no matter what. If you were a worm, he would stay with you. Riley, on the other hand, ah. he'd be long gone. <laughs> That's funny. That's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed the hodgepodge of everything that we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know if you have any suggestions for episodes or topics or if you're interested in any of the stuff that we talked about. And keep an eye out for our socials. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next, next week. week. Bye. Bye.